So as always, thank you for joining me. Enjoy the podcast. Kick back and relax. The force is strong and is with us always. And never forget. We have hope. Rebellions are built on hope. of this moment the force is strong make ten men feel like a hundred I'll take the next chance and the next you're rebels aren't you You call it the Jesse James. Jesse, a.k.a. The Bizzle. Yo, The Bizzle, thank you. <laughs> the Bizzle? Thank you, The Bizzle. Yeah. The Bizzle. All right, ladies and gentlemen of The Bizzle cast, welcome back to the second part of the Clone Wars Chronicles with Simi Klimo, wherein we do some of the best episodes and arcs from Star Wars The Clone Wars, which aired from 2008 to 2013, and which is coming back in glorious fashion with the Siege of Mandalore, Ahsoka, and all sorts of great stuff that we've been talking about on the podcast and we will continue to talk about. Today, we are doing the uh, Luminara and Barriss arc, um, um, where they have to destroy a separatist factory and Ahsoka gets stuck with Barris and, and we, we see the difference in, in sort of opinions and approaches of Anakin and, and Ahsoka from the, sort of the mainstream, you know, Jedi council way of doing things at the time, which is great character building for them and also world building as to like, you know, the, 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 the corruption and complacence of the Jedi council. But first of all, let me welcome back the man who was behind uh, th- this entire project. His name is Simi Klimo and Simi last week, Dude, was my best week ever, uh, as I told you, and I even had my best day ever of close to a thousand downloads in a single day. So I know I've thanked you off mic, um, and, and there are a lot of other contributors to thank, but I definitely want to thank you for being a part of this, Simi. Dude, thanks for having me, and uh, thanks to all the listeners for yes. downloading everything and tuning in. We are nothing without you except a screaming into a open pit. So thanks to everyone. This is awesome. And I feel like we're back to back to the norm. Like I think we're gonna veer off here and there, but I think this is our this is our straight and narrow path with the Clone Wars keeping us honest. So uh I'm excited. This is gonna be fun. Absolutely. So guys, <clears throat> if if you wanna get the full like intro to the series, go to the first Clone Wars Chronicles episode. We do like a twenty, twenty five minute intro about why we're doing this um and we talk a little bit about the future with ahsoka and the siege of mandalore darth maul all that sorts of good stuff stuff that we haven't even broached in terms of the the original clone wars episodes but are going to be very very important going forward with the clone wars uh returns um stuff and we just want to count you into the the, the countdown um now simi we did talk about that there were a handful of arcs specifically mortis and then of course towards the end with the the end of season five with ahsoka ahsoka being uh, leaving the council and so forth um there are some arcs that we 
are going to spend some time doing intros on, but I think for this one, we're ready to just jump uh, right in. And today, guys, the first episode, so it's a four-episode arc. Um, uh, the first episode is season two, episode five, Landing at Point Rain, where Anakin, Ahsoka, Obi-Wan, and Kiadi Mundi, yes, lead a landing party to destroy a droid factory on Geonosis. That then leans into episode six, Weapons Factory, episode seven, Legacy of Terror, and episode eight, Brain Invaders. Um, and uh, it's a really nice four-episode arc with a lot of great characters, main characters, and side characters. Um, Simi, just to give you the, the closing thought here, we'll, we'll, we'll climb in. Um, this isn't very far. We only skipped like one or two episodes, basically, from our previous arc. There will be parts of the uh, of this series, guys, where we will skip a lot of episodes. Not because we don't like them, but just because we have to pick and choose, at least for the moment. Um, but this seemed like an obvious one to do, right, Simi? Like when we were going over the list initially yeah i think i think it talks about a lot of different aspects of uh anakin's and ahsoka's relationships uh it introduces some great characters it really uh the series starts to build i mean season one was all right but really um uh season two starts to really take off and and get, gets into uh a little bit more violence a little bit more lore mm-hmm. uh and and it's pretty exciting mm-hmm uh, just a r- really quick anecdote, Simi, and then we'll jump in. So uh, I- I've had on um, now all three members of the Saga Continues podcast, which is like, it's totally great because that's been like the main Star Wars podcast I've listened to the last few years. And just by building my own podcast and like getting to know them online, we developed a friendship and they've been super cool. My boy Tim came on and I s- we couldn't wait for you, Simi. So we did Twilight of the Apprentice, which was super fun. Um, and uh, you guys should definitely check that out along with all the rebels uh commentaries that's sort of the bridge between the clone wars and, and rebels obviously with ahsoka but to me I, I told both tim and uh uh um uh, kyle um who neither of them are direct insiders but they definitely know insiders and when i told him my ahsoka theory that she was going to be in episode nine they were like speechless for a minute and they were like that's the craziest fucking thing I heard, but man, would I be excited about it. And I was like, I know, that's exactly why I hope that they do it, because everyone would be so pumped about it. They're like, and they were both like, if you are right about this, I, like, you, I'm going to give you so much credit for just the balls for making this prediction. And I was like, yeah, this is what I do. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> luckily, there's been no leaks about this, and if they do everything right, I won't even get my answer until opening night when we're at the theater. But basically, that was an anecdote to say, as we get into our first heavy Ahsoka episodes, Simi, and I really look forward to hearing you talk about Ahsoka, that I think the, her appeal across the board, even among like older white men, is one of the reasons if I feel like we're going to see more of her going forward. Um, but of course, we'll know about that when we learn more about Clone Wars series and the Mandalorian and so forth. So, without further ado, unless Mr. Klimo has anything else to add? No, let's roll, man. All right. <clears throat> so... Here's what you're going to do, people. You're going to, uh, well, we're watching on Netflix. I guess you could be watching on Blu-ray, but it's the same thing. Um, actually, this would be great to get on Blu-ray, the box set. Um, you're going to go to zero hours, zero minutes, and zero seconds. You are going to then 
um, wait until I count you down. Make sure the subtitles are on. If, if you're not listening to the sound loud, uh, I leave it up to you, the sort of sound balance, if at all, and, and subtitles and so forth. I'm going to say three, two, one. I'm going to say go. When I say go, you're going to hit play. And then Simi is going to count the first seven seconds um, of the... Uh, uh, Whoops, hold on, don't go full screen yet. There we go. Uh, I was going to count the first seven seconds to make sure I'm aligned and to make sure you guys are aligned. And the big thing is, we are going to, um, whether Simi and I take a break or not at some point, you won't know in the podcast. So essentially, we're going to just jump, like give you time. Um, You're going to pause, you're going to go to the next episode, and we're going to do the same exact thing, but we're not going to take any significant time between the episodes. So we're going to do the episode, stop, go to the next episode, do countdown, do that episode, and so forth for all four. Hopefully that made sense. I've done this a million times. Sometimes it makes more sense than others. So you ready to do this, buddy? Yeah, dude. Let's awesome. let's uh, let's make it happen. Ready and three, two, one, go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Here we go. Boop, boop. Believe in yourself, or no one else will. I don't like that. That seems unJedi to me, but whatever. Here we go. I love how they do General Grievous because he's so detailed and they could have easily made him like a shittier other kind of droid looking. I don't know. I just think they did a really good job with him and his character and especially his voice. Yeah. Grievous is someone I, and they're no good. I was just gonna say, and they're, it, they didn't do a lot of Grievous in the other movies. So like he's in, um, Two he's and three, it, like briefly, yeah, but briefly, like he's barely in it. Not really. He, I mean, uh, uh, Dooku gets killed well before Grievous and and Revenge of the Sith. Obi Wan doesn't he's kill Grievous it. till like halfway through. But like they just like flashed it. like his presence is in it, but like he's his like screen time is weak. Snips. Oh, this is the kills co- comparison, right? Right. So their cockiness between each other, I mean, they're over-emphasizing it specifically for these upcoming episodes, I feel like, uh, how they're, like, competing with each other and more like brother and sister than, like, Padawan and, and Master, so... Yeah, I mean, the it's just more, an interesting dynamic. I've never loved this reliance on droid armies through the prequels and even the Clone Wars, but over time, it becomes clear why Lucas felt like they have to be robots because <clears throat> you can't do Star Wars and be decapitating humans and counting kills with humans, right? Like the only way to right. bridge that adult war theme with something that a child might be able to watch is by have them be droids, even though you know it's still kind of sad when they decapitate the Roger Rogers in a way, you know. Right. Well, this is all the questions about AI. These are all the questions about AI. Like, you know, do they have free will? Are they this thing? Like, do they have personality? Should they have rights? You know, mm-hmm. like, it's funny listening to like youth talk about Alexa, like she has feelings, you mm-hmm. know, like, they're like, don't be mean to Alexa. Say thank you. Like little kids, like three or four year olds, my goddaughter, like, you know, be nice to her. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, and you're just like, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a weird kind of empathy. Well, you but it is empathy. Yeah. Well, you know about droidism. You know, it's it's oh, yeah. us that's actually wrong. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. 
All right. Well, and that's what makes the clones, you know, I mean, the clones as a, as a humanistic mirror of the, of the droids, you know, they're mass produced, they all look alike, you know, but unlike the droids, they develop personalities. Right. So it's easier to let go. Right. It's easier to let go of a few of them, you know, and that's what always happens. There's like a few no name, uh, clones that you you lose in every episode so grievous is a character that i thought was like yet another just out of nowhere makes no sense type of character when i originally saw the prequels and for many years after that but <clears throat> after watching the, the clone wars but especially after reading the comics where you learn that there are a lot of non-jedi that are able to use lightsabers he starts to make a lot more sense and the fact that you're not sure how robotic he is compared to the organic elements of him and where the hell he came from and how he got that way it actually is a pretty awesome character um i actually listened to a whole podcast about grievous um because they just added him to star wars battlefront and people are excited about all the prequel content coming to battlefront um and uh i might send you send you the podcast it's probably my favorite my other favorite star wars podcast about grievous very interesting character and that was the that was the arc um I don't know. We, no, the, there's another big Grievous arc coming up, at least one. So here's the. Yeah, I was <laughs> of course, you know what this is referring to, right? Episode two. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. The Genosans, the bugs. Right. When, 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 They're when, absolutely. Oh, there's the. That thing is called a uh, ion. Oh, shit. What's it called? I know the name of that gun, but I'm forgetting right pulse now. Pulse cannon? Yeah, uh huh. It's an ion cannon of some sort, yeah. Look at it, though. Look how dynamic these war scenes are. I mean... They really did a great job. Yeah. It, it, as I mentioned, these types of episodes are exhausting and make the rewatchability less than Rebels for me, but when I'm into it and it's been a while, it looks spectacular. And there's nothing in Rebels. They, they don't even try and pull this off in Rebels, for the most part. Do you think they look? the Geonosians look more like crickets or ants? They look like... I think crickets. Let me take a look next Every time. time. There's no such thing as luck. Yeah, right. <clears throat> there is no try, only do. Uh, it's like, the, the, dude, I feel like they can say anything and get away with it because of how w- old and wise they are. <laughs> That's part of the bullshit, you know? Right. Like The bullshit You know religion. what I would say? You said there's no such thing as luck. How about there's no such thing as there's no such thing as, right? Isn't that Jedi wisdom? Like, no absolutes? Right. Boom, look but at how this. How about thank you? Yeah. <laughs> how about thank you, Ahsoka and Anakin, for being that. the only ones actually fighting this war? Right. And the clones, of course. Kiati Mundi's great. You know, he's one of the few that you sort of knew by name from the prequels, even if you haven't seen anything else. Yeah, he's in the uh, console scenes. He sits um, next to Yoda, I think. Yeah, I think you might be right. See, ants, but crickets. Right. And you see, you also don't feel that bad about, you know killing them or it's also uh like they look like uh, locusts well the way they swarm okay so having literally lived in africa in the desert when after as soon as it rains there's literally swarms of locusts that will like cover you and cover your house if you don't like shut everything like millions of locusts the way that they swarm is in the, the live action movies and the prequels 
it feels like locusts. They're very unappealing looking in the movies, maybe intentionally. Here they're less unappealing, um, you know, because they're more cartoonish. And then, of course, we get the Saw episodes in, in Rebels, right? Where we have the um, we have the one Geonosian who Saw's torturing, and like they're giving Saw a hard time about it. And the whole time I'm going, can you blame them? <laughs> you, you know what these bugs have done? <laughs> we'll I like the desert, the desert clone look. Like they have a uh, kind of a different camo, or they're just dirty. So the um, th- you see the paintings of like the wolves and stuff, you know, on their ships that they customize their ships. Uh, the cl- yeah. the clone ships. Um, that's very much taken from Warhammer, which is which is a very famous older British sci-fi property that has a fantasy as- aspect to it um w- where they have these giant what they call mech mech warriors g- giant me- you know mechs sort of like the tanks there but they're like two-legged ones like in the final matrix movie those those mechs you know where they're mm-hmm. like you're, you're in it you know but you but it kind of responds to your body um I- i'm kind of surprised actually that they don't do more of those types of mechs like enhanced armor suits right i mean even the the atsts the two-legged walkers from like return of the jedi you're clearly in the thing um i don't know if we ever see like uh you know apus as they called them uh, armor personnel units where you know the body's exposed but you've got um you've got like mech a a mech body around you or whatever there we go so they are invading their land though right they are on geonosin right yeah (laughs) yeah but these are the the geonosin people yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. So you know, my first She's time rolling through, her eyes. Yeah, my first time through, I'm like, I'm, I'm so done with Geonosis. You know, I'm still getting over my prequel problems. But then you start to love these characters, and so when you come back and do the rewatch of Clone Wars, you don't even care that it's a Geonosis or the planets because you're just focused on these two. They have incredible tech, the Geonosians, for just being a, a swarm of ants. So you talked about wow. how, you talked See, about how, these battle scenes are incredible. Amazing. Look at that. So you talked about how she's rolling her eyes. The brilliant yeah. move that they made with Ahsoka was that they still wanted her to be like annoyed or skeptical at things that her master says. But they were like, you know what? Instead of just ha- having her have the last word every time, which is annoying, we're going to have her do more facial gestures, like non-spoken facial gestures, which is way more effective. It shows her maturity because it's less annoying, and you know, and she ends up being right. At or least immaturity. The time. What's or that? immaturity. Yeah. Or immaturity, depending on the scene. Yeah, sure. Because at times they they out immature themselves or each other. I mean. The bugs are on the move. It sounds like uh, Super uh, Starship Trooper. Definitely, they're for sure pulling from Starship Troopers. See, and these guys have so much personality, and they give them like a lot of opportunity to like, you know, look different in their squadrons and their decorations and even their hair. So you, you know, it's like a mixed bag about. Like, I wonder what children kind of feel about it. Like, you know, it's not like you're losing a Jedi. There's not this dramatic scene. But, you know, there's a lot of war in this. You know, it's I mean, it's called the Clone Wars. But I mean, in general, in Star Wars, like it's, uh, you know, uh, actually, I guess it's no different than the rest of uh, the real world that we're always constantly at war. But, 
You just don't imagine it like this, maybe. No, not like this. Um, not like. This. <laughs> uh, what was I going to ask you about? Uh, As a Matrix tease, uh, maybe our yeah, next uh, podcast. Uh-huh, maybe if you guys, if you guys are good and you guys are lucky. Um, so, Simi, you watch this and you're like, I can, t- I can totally understand how this costs a million dollars an episode. What makes less sense is how it's only a million dollars per episode. Because if you say four or five of these would be the movie length, you're saying a movie length Clone Wars arc, which is basically what we're doing, it costs four million dollars. Like that is absolutely nothing on the scale of, you know, realistic to insanity on, on the on, on the cost of making a movie. Yeah, I mean, and it's incredible how how much content goes into each episode that you can kind of create your own movie i mean and just watch it straight through like it's really another level of television slash movies in terms of how we how we view these things i think there used to be more of a separation and you know what's a tv show and what's a movie and you know it was done by time and yep. uh, uh you know quality and and all these different things but now like with netflix <laughs> and everything go. that's in between between it kind of blurs the line see and they're arguing and bickering <laughs> when i reminded you about it's the giant wall, it's fine you said don't worry snips we won't be anywhere near that <laughs> this is one of the reasons i love uh, this as an ahsoka because she is so annoyed with him she doesn't normally express annoyance in that kind of way and totally brother sister stuff right it's looking good his instincts are looking good yeah it's always funny with her when she's, you know, quoting or misquoting Anakin talking to her or about her. Don't worry, Snips. <laughs> I just We're not going to go anywhere near that. I'm so glad obviously that people ultimately loved Ahsoka, but I watched the character and I'm like, I don't understand how you don't immediately love this character. Ah! We're literally like going into their homes and shooting them. So, is this? Yeah. There's a bu- oh, I, there's look at a that bunch spinning of camera. This is, I believe this episode costs three million dollars, and they they move money around. It's not one per episode. It's just like average one per episode. And the Padme episodes are cheaper because they're just in the council. You know, this is definitely a two to three million dollar episode. I, I would bank on that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of battle scenes. A Sonic Cannon, elf, I believe it's called an L five or K five Sonic Cannon. I think of those weapons for my nerdy games oh my god Simi, right. we gotta we gotta do some star wars board gaming there's some great ones out there we'll talk later about wow. that Woo! they have cool tech too it's kind of batman-ish just now but just all these different guns are pretty cool mm-hmm. yeah i play my stupid game and like the Geonosians are always super strong. Yep. Like, they're always, like, they, they always have good ships, and they always, like, hurt you. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they're, like, they're, they're much stronger. Yep. Do you know what, um, what dungeon crawlers are? Like, game, games? <clears throat> um, 
Well, no. this in video games too. Like if you're playing an RPG and you're in a dungeon and you're going through the dungeon and opening doors and disarming traps and you know getting ambushed by bad guys, like that sort of thing. But you can do that in board game sure. form. What you do is it's similar to Dungeons and Dragons in that there's a dragon, ma- a dungeon master, and then a bunch right. of, a bunch of people who are all trying to to, to win and the dungeon master is trying to beat you. But they have one of those for Star Wars called Imperial Assault, where you have up to four th- players, although you can just have one versus the dungeon master and he has all the he knows where all the traps are and he's planning them and like you're crawling through and the terrain's different and the and the characters are different it's pretty awesome and pretty fun um uh, uh you know simulating like these these sort of war scenarios here but oh my god look at that <laughs> Here's the, uh, that was a repeat picture <laughs> clip the back the first one drawing out into it was a cool let's just, one let's just point out that anakin specifically said this was a wall of death we want to get nowhere near and then then ahsoka has to point out that he that he told them not to go here and then they ended up here and he's basically like shut up let's do this <laughs> so these ones are always tough aren't they supposed to roll the ball underneath the the a grenade the pulse yeah mm-hmm. Or you could just sneak in there. Yep. The shields are... Oh, nice. The shields... This is how shields work in um, uh, Dune, in the Dune universe. Personal shields. If you try to shoot me from a distance, you won't get through. But if you slide a knife through just slowly enough, you can penetrate the shield. And so you have to learn this crazy form of like ninja sword fighting where you slip in the knife just slow enough to get underneath it. Oh, man, look at that. I mean, this is, yeah, I mean, this is movie level crazy effects. See, they, they love the clones. <laughs> That's kind of cool. They're like, Rex, we got you. Yeah, they like threw, they're kind of like deboning him. They're like threw him off the cliff. (laughs) They're like, we got you. So Simi, the other lead character in Siege of Mandalore is going to be Rex because we're going to see how some of the clones realize that there were chips in their heads, how they were able to get the chips out of their heads and then her, him and Ahsoka being best friends fighting in the Siege of Mandalore and how, how, how she got away, how Rex got away. But you know how Rex is really humanized in, in, the, um, in, in Rebels? We're going to see that go even further with their friendship. Um, and, and well, I was just going to say, yeah, their friendship really humanizes uh, the, the clones as, as a yeah. whole because he's like their embodiment representation. Like he's the best of them, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, because when I originally and saw really- that episode of rebels the lost commanders season two i was like why do i like these guys at that point i hadn't seen the clone wars i hadn't watched the prequels in years the clones almost get them killed in that episode but then you see how ahsoka responds to rex and gives him a hug and their their rapport of knowing each other a long time in just that scene and them being buddies in rebels even though i hadn't seen ahsoka here i hadn't seen rex here does that make sense like just seeing those scenes in rebels they did such a great job of storytelling you can see their you could see their camaraderie that yeah. they were they were old war buddies right yeah right that's what they are and, and but the hard part about watching this series is at the moment rex and cody are equally loyal but i know that cody's going to betray them and kill the jedis and i know rex is going to not you know what i mean and so it's like a, you constantly have to tell myself like okay okay Bizzle, at this moment they're actually good guys even though we know they're going to murder the jedis t minus what 18 <laughs> months or something yeah God, Obi-Wan is just kind of worn out. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, which which certainly I think they do that on purpose because they want to focus on Ahsoka. Yeah. uh, By the way, I just want to tease with. (laughs) I might. I was going to the same question. Look at that. He's like, let's have this just meeting here. The amount of content they get in by just cutting out long extended conversations, just moving, 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 moving. Right. Right. I mean. You see that cut they did back there where it was just the three of them and then all of a sudden all the commanders are there and they're going over the map and the tanks and the shields, right? And on the hologram. Right. And I think that's what the the, the, um, the uh, what the Avengers movies do so well, like the good Avengers movies is, with all the hologram stuff is like they use it to actually make things go faster, not to be like, hey, look at these great special effects. I mean, they use it to just kind of make things move, you know, like just throw the hologram up and then, you know, and, 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 and use that as the information, um, source for the audience. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, totally. They're not using it for, uh, I mean, there's certainly like Tony Stark is like, I'm cool. Great. But you know, it's mostly utilitarian, even for Stark. Right. I don't think, uh, and they also like keep it, uh, still, it's not like they make it so much technology that's going on. It's, it's still the same, things that like there's nothing really new other than how visual they really make it you know like they they didn't create all these new guns or new droids it's still you know grenades and lightsabers and and laser beams you know they haven't really like changed it they just made it more realistic looking look at them covered in the sand they didn't create a new crazy gun that's mm-hmm. like you know mm-hmm so I love the six-legged walkers, even though it's totally like a, like a, um, what's the word? Like, it's not the most realistic design, but it, it just looks amazing. It does give them great stability with the six legs and low to the ground. And then again, in that episode of The Lost Commanders of Rebels, where we see the, you know, Rex and his buddies that are still alive, but they've, you can tell that they've been living there for 20 years. They've decorated it, you know, there's like, like all sorts of, uh, flair on it, so to speak. It's, it's a beautiful sight. It's so, you almost think it's alive. I remember seeing The Lost Commanders. I'm like, is that thing alive? Like, I couldn't even tell at first. It's, it's awesome. It's, it's a great, queue with good guys that even their machines star wars or otherwise to me it's a great visual cue to the out to us if the, the, that more organic looking the machines 60 the better 60 strike <laughs> fucking anakin yeah here's here's the thing here's the ultimate compliment i give to matt, Lan- matt lanter voice of anakin is at times they try and give him annoying lines just to align with continuity with Hayden Christensen. I love you, Hayden. But he can't, he's so likable that even the annoying lines don't come out well. Oh, this is great. This is such a Star Trek thing. What do I win? That's like a data. That's like a totally a data moment in Star Trek. Where, yeah, there he goes. Oh, man. This that, you know, that, is so much better. Actually, <laughs> But also, like, that's a good, like, little, you know, it wasn't the right time. They were still kind of, like, getting their shit together. But maybe it is the right time to, like, remember, you know, you got to keep it light. Because if every day is another, like, God, we lost so many people and blah, 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 you know. I don't know what it's like to be a soldier. I don't know what it's like to go into battle. I don't know what it's like to kill a bunch of people or droids or any of those things. But I imagine... That at some level, 
you gotta you gotta keep things you know light. So if making a game out of things, certain things well, that's, keeps that's, it light. That's then, Gimli and Legolas. You know, that still only right. counts as one. Counting orcs. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, that one was mine. <laughs> that was mine. <laughs> and just the best, because that's straight Hogger from Tolkien. The that's the thing. Yeah. People see that scene. I've had people say like, oh, that's such a movie thing. I'm like, nope, guys. One of the most memorable things about reading Tolkien growing up was the, was the count the uh, the count off of death between Legolas and Gimli. It's so memorable as a child for exactly what you said. I mean, of course, they are orcs who are truly evil. Robots are like neutral, right? They were just being used by evil people. But like or- orcs are truly evil. Nevertheless, the counting is totally about keeping their sanity and keeping their focus. And what's great is you know when, when the orcs are storming the wall, the keep and two towers, like Le- Legolas is just picking them off, and Gimli's like, "This isn't fair. You're getting a head start here." And as soon as they start coming up the wall, you just see Gimli swinging his giant axe back and forth. 27, 28, 29. That's great. Uh, oh, man. That's my... So you, real quick, we yeah. just had our introduction to, to Luminaris and, and Varys. Wait, hold on. You're playing, the, you're playing even, the next episode. Mine's not playing. Oh, I thought we were just going to go straight. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. Because no, the autoplay doesn't fault. go for some people. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. So just go to the I beginning. We just go to the beginning. Going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I misunderstood. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. My fault. Just go anyway, to the beginning. all right. We'll I'll save off. my commentary. Yeah. So no, I was just I was responding to uh, what, what you were saying because my credits were still rolling. Um, which was you know yeah that's uh it's it's totally like keeping sane, keeping focus technique. So all right, so here is the continuation, but gets much more interesting character wise because Luminara comes in who by the way we'd get in a crazy episode early episode of um of rebels of course where they think she's alive and ends up being a trap it's just like her ghost of her dead body basically to to trap any jedi uh like and ezra but this is luminara a great character and her um padawan barris and uh i think it's safe to say that uh well here's the here's my challenge to you is there any information or hints while we watch barris of what she would become uh, in these episodes, I don't think I think it's she has a total character tw- turn. But if you you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, any hint to her her uh, betrayal? Let's well, just say that. You know, she's a young Padawan uh, learner at this point. Yep. And just like any, uh, just like Voldemort when he was a student, he wasn't all bad. You know, did did Dumbledore know that he was the darkest? wizard of all time no you know like it you know at some point you read you learn uh and then you start to judge for yourself and i think that's the path that she decided there okay let's jump into it and we can other, other than happening. other than how formal their relationship is and then you know you always see those you know the people that go like nuts are the ones that are like you know all rigid and just just everything has to be in order it has to be in order and and the second it gets out of order then they can't keep things in order i'll uh, daredevil if you will have you been keeping up with that oh yes i have seen all of the daredevil oh i'm not all caught up but i mean you should get caught up immediately uh, (laughs) it's great i'm almost there i mean we're close we i just uh play a lot of video games because someone gave me this video a, game console uh, what a dick keep playing them what a dick to, Savage. To, to not only give you a ps3 at a reasonable price but some of the best video games ever created i this monster needs to be stopped 
you're gonna my wife is gonna leave me i have to oh, no. i have to, this I have is to figure the, out how to oh, balance no. this time that's why she's mad at me no, it's not it's, the slower stuff oh no i ruined no, it she's not i ruined everything <laughs> she didn't know how this was gonna be until you know okay the last two right. weeks since i've clawed through those games let's well, do it yeah all right, folks, here we go. Season 2, Episode 6, Weapons Factory. Start the Luminar and, Bar- uh, Luminar and Barris arc. That's so fascinating. Simmy, you ready for the countdown? Yeah, dude. All right, here we Let go. Let it be done. With the countdown. Three, two, one, play. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Awesome. No gift is more precious than trust. How do we feel about that quote? Pretty good. Pretty good. That nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. It's a great quote. Yeah. No, it's a great quote. That that you know, trust is a big deal. Without yeah. trust, we, yeah. you have nothing. Yeah. These are important. This the like little, you know, update. I think Obi Wan does this voice and nope. these two voices. Nope, nope. This guy no? it does Yularen and Yoda. The guy that's talking right now does Yoda. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, he does Admiral Yularen. Who, by the way, Yularen shows up again with Thrawn in Rebels many years later. So even this uh, this first interaction that's happening right now is just uh, uh, such in stark contrast between like how Snips and Anakin roll. And uh, they really emphasize that this episode, how they, they bicker and go back and forth mm-hmm. and uh, have their weird Padawan relationship versus like, this is the straight and narrow of standard uh, Padawan uh, uh, master relationship. Like this. But as you see, even uh-huh. from the beginning, you know, it starts their competition, their argument, his protection of her, her protection of him. Uh, but this is actually more of their building their relationship because they get in a real different place in latter episodes. He just, man, he, he totally, he, the thing is, he wasn't even like pulling rank on her. He was just like, I'm the, the old man, older man, so I'm in charge. I'm going to give the briefing. Here it goes. My reviews might go better if you didn't interrupt me every time I try to interrupt. He just says I wasn't interrupting. Interrupted her, (laughs) dude. This is this is this is speaking to young girls. Dude, Simi, this right here is speaking directly to young women of America, and and they do not stand from when these things happen because these are subtle acts of sexism, you know. And he doesn't realize. She might as well also right. say, I'm the younger girl and you're the older man, right? I mean, might as well say that. Right. It's like, if you give me a job, let me do the job. But don't give me the job at all. Come on. Like, women are, are so suited. Don't you think women are better suited to leadership than men in many ways? Yes. Yeah. So uh, back to your original point, uh, thing that you brought up, man, also about n- no women on the council. I'm sure, I think there are two uh, in the movies. It's always changing. We should look into that. I'll research that before the next episode. Here we go. I love that. I so, love that introduction, and I love her accent. And thing, okay, guys, so if you're listening, you've had so much time, and it's, it's free on Netflix. If you've got Netflix, go watch it. 
So from here on out, there's spoilers just about what happens in the Clone Wars series. We won't spoil too much Rebels and anything else going forward. So consider yourself warned, but warned but simmy the sort of somewhat eye-rolling of barris being the one framing ahsoka at the end of season five would normally annoy me a tiny fraction but because of the stakes in ahsoka and the way they make it and how epic it is like, i don't even care um i just i love that adventurous is the one they think it is and it's not so simmy uh we we met we talked off mic about this really like to look in these three episodes <laughs> any evidence of barris going to the dark side or you know what i mean um as this goes along because it seems like to throw it back to you she's mostly just following um master's uh lead here also let's be clear she doesn't actually go to the dark side no, i no, think we, you meant uh, that yeah, more sorry. as a matter of right right uh, sorry. Like, that's dark side lowercase d lowercase s <laughs> with quotes because more I'm a like uh right 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 yeah um I, I don't. I think she's she's this younger type character right now. And just like with any revolutionary, like, you know, there's a young Voldemort. And did 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 Dumbledore know that he was the darkest wizard when he was eight? Like, of course not. So, like, you, you read, you learn, you're influenced more and more, and you make choices, you know? And you get to that pinnacle of what she becomes. I don't see it anywhere. Here it comes. They're butting heads. She's asserting herself, man. That's why girls love Ahsoka. She's not going to let him push her around. And real quick, she basically he basically said, my Padawan's not oh. so great. She's like, my, my Padawan's awesome. Look, Simi, I'm not like, going to lie. No, we have Barrett. This animating, know? the way they animate and shoot Ahsoka in these scenes, better than anything, including Rebels, that's out there in, the, in this format. She looks so real and human. Which is why it clearly Rosario Dawson should be playing her as everyone wants for many years. Does she have something underneath her head, or is that just a style that that she wears? <laughs> it's a good question. Like, is she hiding horns, or like, is it or her hair? By the way, or... the music. Sorry, by the music right that was just playing there. It was mixed with some Middle Eastern and, and Persian instruments. Like it, it would. It's reminiscent of Gladiator. If you guys have heard the Gladiator soundtrack. Oh, I do like some of these like little maps that pop up. We should have more things. Right? Like do you that see in how they, we're looking at the unit? This is what the board game looks like, man. Like it's like uh, it's, yeah, what just you mean. looking at yeah. It's fun. They're fun. They come painted models. All right, so <laughs> I think the Geonosians get the biggest boost of to, to greater awesomeness in, like from the original prequels to the Clone Wars. They were just gross bugs, but I couldn't even distinguish them in episode two. Here, they look fucking amazing aliens. Yeah, they do a really good job. The detail and their but, weapons can you, are great. Can, will you, can, can we just wrap that up about what just went on with Ahsoka and... and um, and, and master and by the way by the way do you know what tv show pioneers this dynamic where the best time to do the episode of the the padawan type or whoever um gets into mortal danger uh you always do it with after a fight with the person because people tend to go even more crazy if something bad happens to someone they know right after a fight because you feel guilty on top of everything and dude Battlestar Galactica does that all the time like like 
you knew like Starbuck was going to be like almost dead after a giant fight with the, the you know the admiral and, and like that's this is a brilliant way to set this up they're dealing with the sexism issues they're dealing with also let's be honest Ahsoka's being a little arrogant you know and presumptuous for her age you know right like, she does need to get put in her place at certain points it just Anakin makes but their why the librarian? So the librarian really hard for him to do it. Yeah, but that's why Yoda, the librarian, and the old man uh, with the lost lightsaber, they should be training her. She should be getting. She has the heart, and you've said this has the heart and mind and soul of an old wise creature, and so she should be getting trained by old wise creatures like the aforementioned characters. She learns so much. With well, remember, the, yeah. remember who they think Anakin is at this point, like. They think Anakin is basically the greatest Jedi ever. So they've actually given who they think could be the greatest Jedi ever. No, no, I understand that. But you understand my line of thought about maybe she needs a non-traditional education as Jedi go. And ultimately, she's just, she's, they need her so badly, Simeon, by the end of the Clone Wars, you know, her taking the younglings to get the crystals is like one of the most important tasks. Like, there's no war going on at that time that's more important than her taking the younglings to get the Jedi crystals because without that they've got nothing obviously they all get slaughtered they trust that to Ahsoka is amazing it's amazing right I mean, right yeah she's basically you know how like in episode 3 Anakin's technically still the Padawan of Obi-Wan but they you know act more like brothers you know that's basically where she gets to um and remember Simi no female Jedis. We've missed the obvious over thousands of hours of podcasting. We've never had a female Jedi like this until Ahsoka. Like, 2008. Craziness. Nor is there a female Jedi on the Jedi Council, I don't believe. I was wondering if that, that's an actual thing. That's kind of creepy. Ooh. A dead bug on your head. A whole new version of a dead bug on your beautiful. head. It's beautiful. The animation's gorgeous. Okay, so when you talk about putting Ahsoka in her place, just what, is, what does that involve exactly? No, as like a student that like you like, and as a general versus a captain, you know, just sometimes, you know, I know we have this loose relationship, but sometimes I really need you to do what I tell you to do. And he you know what I mean? Like for it. different reasons. Yeah, he can't. That's why, dude. Right. Have you noticed when Ahsoka really gets in trouble, it's either Obi-Wan or Yoda. It's never Anakin. Right. Obi-Wan's no, the one who has no problem. Right. And I don't think he, she's, she needs Obi-Wan, you know, like mm-hmm. Obi-Wan is also a big part of her character and who she becomes. I think, I mean, obviously like the show is more about her and Anakin, but you know, I think her influences have a lot to do with, with Obi-Wan and Anakin and their relationship. Hmm. So yeah, it's, it's an episode ants. with the girl, Simmy. I think we'll do a little girl talk. Um, is Ahsoka known to have sexual sexual preferences or anything older older ahsoka um well she has um there is that one episode where she's kind of jealous oh that's Um, that's underon yeah that's we got to do underon dude that's saw stuff and that's about the, and, she wants um, to help. The, she wants to help Saw in that. Oh man, we're gonna lose our mind. Ahsoka right. and Saw. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. So there's a couple things. So I, I. I mean, you'd assume she's straight. You know, I don't know, but I mean, the only attraction that she has to someone is, or for what we've seen, there is 
but nothing really happens you know here's the thing i think if you put if you put everything in the probability machine i would say she's slightly likely to be not heterosexual um however i want her to be because i want we need examples of uh, heterosexual women who are nevertheless fearless around men Because that, that's uh, much we'll more rare I'm just saying, than we think, I think it, it would be. I think it would be a little untrue to her character if she was something different. Because I thought, unless that's my You should read the Dr. Dr. Afro comics, man. You would love it. She's like fucking like evil female Han Solo who's a lesbian and has murder bot droids. And they go around the galaxy terrorizing and stealing. It's fantastic. But she's like a very lovable character. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. She's like a pirate. Yeah. She's a, she's a rogue archaeologist. So she's basically what you are playing as Nathan Drake, but way, way, way less of a conscience. You mean Nate Drake? Nate, Nate Drake. That's so stupid. What? That's so stupid. Nate Drake. Like, come on. I don't understand. What's wrong with what, what's that? It's like some st- Nate and Drake. They just, it's just like Nate Drake. It just sounds silly. Nathan, Nathan. Like, I don't know. Nathan Drake sounds like a good name. Nate Drake is like Nathan Drake like, uh, is his name. His name is Nathan Drake. Trick or treat. <laughs> but he's not a real character. All right, here we go. I love these designs, man. They're they're so. I love cool. how you're defending him. <laughs> what do you mean defending? I'm talking about Uncharted. What are you talking about? I'm talking about Uncharted too. I think he has a stupid name. Okay. Nate Drake is like a dumb name. Like it's like well, it's, no, he's Nathan because he's based on Nathan Fillion from Firefly. No joke. It's obvious. They look exactly uh, the same. And Drake is the Francis okay. Drake correction, which I can't say anything because I don't want to spoil anything for you. Uh boom, 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 boom. Yeah, we should just call him Solo because he lives alone. <laughs> you know, he didn't Solo's have any parents. Name? That's why he Solo's name was Solo. He didn't have a last name, did he? Do you think? Sick did, burn. Are you trying to say that you think Sick Solo burn. had? You think Solo Look, has me, a last name? I know the following that he changed. I know that. What I know is Rogue One is definitely the best new movie, but after that, including <laughs> Force Awakens, it's really up in the air. And also, the Last Jedi is easily the worst. I mean, it's the gap is growing greatly. I don't even have to think about Simi, it. It's not even close. I might have Revenge of the Sith above Last Jedi. No. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. No, no. Yeah. I don't. I. I. Don't. I, 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 I I'm. Don't. I'm. Because the things that I dislike about the Last Jedi are very intense and are get, not getting better. I feel like that's me to blame. Okay. You can came, we talk about? Sorry, this is all my fault Jedi again. So this, this like very, very, very epic war scene, how it's filmed and everything. Um. I mean, you know, we can only talk so much about the special effects. Hopefully you guys are watching with us or we'll watch at some point. Um, but Simi, talk to me a second about the the um, the clones. Because, now let me get this straight, you watched this before Rebels, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, 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 So yes. going from this to Rebels, what, were your, what was your initial experience? Um, and by the way, I'd like you to still guest on a Rebels uh, episode if you'd like. Um, but uh, I usually do those solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, what was it like going from this animation style, which, let's be honest, I mean, if you take everything going on in this scene, 
this is like unbelievable. I think they won Emmys for this shit for sure. Um, like what was it like getting to, to what on the surface seems like a much a slicker, um, and slightly more cartoony, uh, Disney Pixar look with rebels. Yeah, I actually, it's just like anything else with like your eyes and your brain and you have to like kind of get used to it. But my initial, the, the initial reaction to watching Rebels was it was, you, even just with the angles, softer, more childish, more geared towards the younger audience, perhaps, than Clone Wars. So it took a little while to get used to it, but the storyline is incredible and the characters are great. So you kind of fall in love with it, whether you you know like this art better than the other art. Because there is, I remember feeling like, I don't know. It feels more cartoony because this this almost feels like a real movie. Uh, if you let your brain kind of take over, oh, yeah. Yeah. you kind of forget that it's it's a cartoon. Versus uh, in Rebels, I think you're, it's pretty clear it's a cartoon the whole time. I I get lost in certain parts of uh, mostly having to do with the Invader and the Inquisitors. Uh, I get lost in that stuff. Um, and I would say, man, if you package Clone Wars, uh, if you package Clone Wars um, and Rebels into like like a movie, quote unquote, in terms of my list, um, above the animated series, I only would have the original movies, Rogue One, and The Force Awakens, and probably Solo. That if you did insane. a three-part series of call, call like you know Rebels one, two, and three, or something like that, you know. Uh, what do you mean? I'm, I'm halfway through a, the third season on, on Rebels. No, I'm saying an actual movie, a movie, like oh, a oh, movie, oh, oh, th- oh, a three, oh, a trilogy. Yes, you could do it. There's a, tons of content in it. We don't need There's it though because we're going to get twelve super high budget episodes of the Clone Wars on our televisions, man, our, our fucking iPads. Like it's uh, it's yeah, so but better. I like live action. I like live action. I'll, yeah, we are. It's called live Mandalorian with John Favreau. Yeah, but I want to see Rebels. You want to see? You're not going to see. What's that? Uh, you you specifically want them to convert it to live action? Right. Oh, hmm. Interesting. I had not uh, thought of that. That's what I'm trying to say. Like they could uh, here do it is. a whole trilogy in 20 years. Like Sam, that, hold, on, hold on, years. hold on, my dude. I'm here. Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. This is it, Master. Don't wait for me. He's gonna lose his fracking mind. This is exactly what happened in that Battlestar episode in Starbuck. They get in the big fight, and then she crashes, and they think she's dead or maybe on the ground. Uh oh! Boom! Boom! This is music, dude. This music so they is think, glorious. She thinks she's in there. Music is glorious. Man, this looks like the end this of is Rogue incredible. One. Look at this. That's the end of Rogue One right there. I well, love Eugene and Cassie. No, you can tell. Forever. J plus K forever. If I could be any man for a day, I would be Cassie Andor for 24 hours. I actually think... Um, I see that's what I was wondering like would they sense them or not you'd think they could but there's a lot of material there right clouded the forces this looks like so do you remember we did episode 2 and I said the clones look less real here than in this cartoon series 
Right. If you put a side by side shot of the like we just saw of the clones next to those clones in episode two and three, it's it, it's not even it's like it's not that they look more real because they're in an animated environment. It's just that they look more real. This is absolutely uh, petrified. Like to be. This is my. Like, this is my trap. Waking up and having been buried, people thinking I'm dead is I, I, by far the thing I'm the most scared of, to the point where I almost want to be cremated just to make sure. <laughs> wow, so. she is resourceful. Isn't she a a, a mechanic too? Who Ahsoka? Yeah, she becomes a mechanic later. Simi, on. she's everything. Head of the cheerleading squad. Head of the soccer team. Top of the debate right, team. I know. I know, but I, I'm, I, I guess I was pointing at. So was Princess I mean, Leia. I guess I was pointing at Princess her, Leia's fixing the Falcon, dude. In, in Empire Strikes Back, I was rewatching Empire the other day. She's, she can fly it. She can fix it. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable, dude. I need to. I need to taper some uh, video games off. I, I'm like, I realize I haven't watched like basketball or no, that's good. fucking play video games. Star Wars in two weeks. It's better for your brain to play video games. No, I think it yeah. makes you antisocial at some level. That's well, there's, I'm debate. saying, I'm not, if, if, I'm just talking about the experience in your body of having to actually, you know, do hand-eye coordination. Dude, as we, as you get old, man, like as we get old, our hand-eye coordination is going to decrease. And this is a scientifically proven way of maintaining hand-eye coordination. Kids, little kids who are good at video games correlates with, with good hand-eye, hand-eye coordination. But yes, if you're doing ten, if you're doing ten hours of video games, rotting your brain, yeah, sure. This is awesome. No time, we got this. And always two, there are right, Simi. I mean, even with the good guy Jedi, like that's the thing. They make they 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 say fuck the Sith, and there too. They saved him already. Yeah, this isn't this one. It's the other one. Uh, they should have. They should have had them be there longer. Yeah, this is like a whole like relationship. Wow, that would be buried alive. Yeah. That's like the like. Wait, here it is. Here it is. My list here. of how and not. Wait, unlike you, when the time comes, I am prepared to let my student go. That's her justification for letting her go this time. Now, maybe that's what drives Barris away is her heartless fucking bitchy master. Right. <laughs> See how that could have been romantic, dude? In any situation, that would have been romantic. Like, it's great. <sighs> Indeed. I mean, I'll say it again. Ahsoka is, is the best animated thing I've seen on television of all time in terms of her, her face and movements. And it's not even close. It's not even yeah, close. Yeah, dude. So, hold on. Let's, let's talk for a minute before we jump into the next one. Yep. Okay, um, so yeah, dude. So really quickly, I'm sure this will this will roll over into the uh, next episode, which of course is Legacy of Terror. Um, but what did you make of that back and forth that we did talk about a little bit? But specifically contrasting the the very friendly, like yes, it could be confrontational, but it's very uh, fraternal um, relationship between Ahsoka and. Anakin, which is very unconventional, and the very cold, methodical relationship of Barris and Luminara, which is much more traditional. Um, I think I personally would flourish more with you know in Anakin and Ahsoka's personality, just because I've always been um, 
one who respects formality, but it wants to get through it as quickly as possible. Yeah. You know, like talk to me, talk to me, like, you know, if talk to me, give, give me the, tr- like, and it's almost like I can tell people's tones, uh, uh, of when you start to meet them versus when you, you know, have gotten into the relationship, even on superficial levels, you know, how personable they become with you, um, on the second time around, you know what I mean? Or the, the more, the more times you interact with them and the more close, you know, you get with them, the more experiences you, you share with them. So, um, you know, I just think the the loose, uh, frank relationship is what I strive for. However, I you'll, as we talk through these um, the Clone Wars and, and Anakin and, and Ahsoka's relationship, there are still flaws in that. Um, uh, what's it called? I don't know. Sending on the floor, um, you know, California style teaching, you know. Uh, new age, you know, experimental, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I think I'd do better with that than, you know, sitting at a fucking desk and, yes, master, no master, yes, master, no master, you know, like, and just uh, with no kind of dialogue. Even though, in the end, Ahsoka is pretty obedient as far as, you know, people are. She still questions. Which, you know, you and I talk about the whole Judaism thing, too, where, you know, the in education, like it's, it, you should be asking questions, taking things as is, uh, you've, you lack a certain, uh, value in, in your learning and the education that you're trying to gain by not asking those questions. So you can understand the concepts and, and, and the subject inside and out without further ado. Three, two, one, go. One. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Sometimes accepting help is harder than offering it. That's, 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 I'd say all the time. All the time. For me. All the time. Is accepting, I'd say all the time. It's very, it's very hard for me to accept help. It's, I know. I'm not good at it. I know. The people who deserve help the most don't get it because they don't want. They pretend they don't want it. You, you have to. Yeah, be, it's hard be to vulnerable ask for and, and ask for and have help. Like, be open to it. You got to do it at some point in your life. Got to do it. See, this is that humanization of Rex. Destroying that factory. Factory. <laughs> All 13 years old of you, belly button snips. <laughs> How old is she? 14. 14, sorry. Sorry, snips. You're a whole 14 years old. You've been on this planet Dude, for 14 years. by the way, uh, Princess Leia of Alderaan, uh, what was it? Prin- Leia, Princess of Alderaan book. Uh, yeah, on Cla- Audible. On Claudia Gray. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good. It's definitely a teen book. Not a whole lot happens. But what's great is she almost accidentally, because of her curiosity and nosiness, dis- discovers her parents' involvement uh, f- against the uh, the Empire at like way too young of an age that they're unprepared for. 
it's it's amazing and like th- they keep trying to ban her from doing things and she finds ways around them you like, mean organa leia leia organa. Mean organa like the organa the organa family yeah bale and bria his wife right. she realizes yeah. that yeah that senator organa is involved in the right okay Got but it, like, it. but but way earlier than anyone thinks, including them, including her. Like, she wasn't specifically following a lead having to do with this, her parents. She was following a lead having to do with anti-imperial, you know, uh, whatever. And she ends up on Crate, which is where the end of Last Jedi is. Uh, that's why they they hide there, I think, because she figures that the one no one would look there. But I just like I I could l- read watch Leia anything all day, man. It's pure gold. It's pure gold in the comics. It's great. No, I'm excited to for the new book. But, but the, I, I'm gonna the, as soon as I finish Sherlock Holmes. I'm yeah, do it. The parallels between Ray. Um, I'm sorry. The parallel between of of if Ray's parallel is Luke, then I think uh, Leia's parallel is Ahsoka. In terms of their age, yeah, the, I the mean, wisdom and and confidence at their age, and their and their naturally inspiring, being in, natural naturally inspiring leaders. You think Leia and Ahsoka you were putting on the same plane, or Leia? Say it again. Yeah, on the surface, you'd put Leia and Jin together. There's tons of similarities, obviously, but. Just the way that they inspire people without trying, the, their charisma is like so intense that they never have to like really argue with anyone. If you know what I mean, like people just listen to their orders. Um, I mean, even Anakin fucking Skywalker her, listens to her, dude. Yeah, yeah, and she. I don't know. That's a good question. If you had to say which is more like characters, because they each have their own charm and wit, mm-hmm. but in terms of being just strong, confident women. Yeah. Uh, the, and in terms of like knowing what they know and being sure of it and not only that but acting on it sometimes people you know I, I guess that's a sign of a leader I mean look Forget man or woman the look. sign of a leader is you know knowing what to do and then actually uh, implementing doing it you know knowing yeah. what to do is just half I mean, the battle actually following through with the plan is yeah. is the leader's responsibility you know Here, here's the Roger Roger being funny idiots Wah, wah. They seem to have developed feelings, which is crazy. You know I love this AI shit. I just remember Don't, so uh, angry. So angry. That was the first thing I was ever truly angry about in Star Wars after the original trilogy. It was going to Phantom Menace and seeing the battle droids. I'm like, this? This is the, what they got? This is the best they got? This is actually really cool how well they do the shadows of this and uh, with, with the sandstorm. Yep. So this is so frustrating. And, and this is what I was saying about the storylines just being incredible. Like his frustration and like his pacing and every time, like we were just saying, like this is a fucking cartoon and there's so much personality. Like, and it's not even like, I mean, in terms of reality, like if you actually just sit there and say it's a cartoon, it's a cartoon. Like mm-hmm. it's not, it's not, you, it still looks so fake, but then if you let it yourself get into it and, and you let the dialogue carry into the characters, like, you know, it doesn't matter that their facial expressions are cartoonish. You know what I mean? Like the dialogue makes up for everything that their facial expressions, uh, isn't. And the, the true acting in the, the actual, um, 
the, the true acting in the actual uh, room yeah. while they're recording, you can see yeah. how it takes place. That was a direct steal from uh, the Return of the King, the third Lord of the Rings movies, when they're going to Kirith Ungol, and you see the gargoyles at the uh, the base of the mountain. Oh before yeah, 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 Gollum yeah, yeah, Completely yeah. betrays them for good. Dude, fucking Gollum! I hate Gollum. Gollum should have been mine. for me. My precious. I know you hate Gollum. We should do that, man. If I do another Harry Potter, you should do a Lord of the Rings. Okay, I, yeah. I would. I mean, I, look, I watch Lord of the Rings all the time. Like, okay, I, I love the original Lord of the Rings. The Fellowship of the Rings is definitely one of like my island movies. You would know what you I mean? Do the second one with Stuck- me because that, that has the most Gollum in it. So I don't know if you'd be comfortable with it. I mean, I'd prefer to do the first one. I know. Um, I have someone else lined up for the first one. Oh, you did that to me with, uh, um, I wanted to do uh, episode one, and you made me do episode two. Trust yeah, me, yeah, Sammy, I would if still I could do change it. things from three Can months we do ago, Matrix? I would. Can we That's do Matrix? Can we do the Matrix? Yeah, let's do the Matrix. Matrix? Let's do the Matrix. I do Matrix or Matrix. No, that's the thing about the Matrix though is there's so much action that like not really. It's not like you have to you like nope, nope. Not only, as much as only you're three right, action as scenes as in the whole three. movie. Right. Yeah, there's almost no action. It's fantastic. Just like V for Vendetta, man. There's not that much action in V for Vendetta. It's spectacular, and that's the problem the with the Clone that does Wars. Happen is is great. it's the opposite. You know, like V for Vendetta, more is less. Or less is more, you know. Matrix, less is more. Here, more is kind of more with the violence. Oh, I remember this now. Yeah, this is the this is the negotiation. This is where they get the uh, yeah. Okay, climb. I love Obi-Wan. See, Obi-Wan's such a great character because he comes in and out, and he's still so dominant. His, James Arnold Taylor sounds nothing like Obi-Wan. It's amazing. He is sort of like a quick, high-pitched, nasally American voice in real life. Oh, I thought he was Canadian for a second, but okay. He might have been Canadian, but I'm saying American English. Right, right, right. Not the Queen's no, he English. he sounds like yeah. the dude from California. Yeah. His natural voice well, what's is like, funny just, is, like a... It, is just dude what's so interesting man is english actors are having to figure out how to do uh english actors figure out how to do the accents of americans in order to get roles because english english actors are just better let's be honest and you know so the, the you know they're risking some of them having be- better american accents than other because they're just better actors right which is by the way man uh, walking dead well no allah i think Felicity Jones is going to get the benefit of the doubt in the RBG movie because you know because of the subject matter and she's a spectacular actress, um, mm-hmm. you know and like Stringer Bell does everyone just ignore the fact that Stringer Bell sounds not even a little American? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Idris Elba. He's like one of the best things ever. I want him to be 007. I think it'd be awesome. I know everyone does, which is why it never is going to happen. So I'm hoping Disney's yeah, learning their lesson Brits. about that we uh, we fans are smart and that Rosario Dawson should for sure be Ahsoka Tano. It's so yeah, obvious how similar they are. I mean, Claire Temple, Claire Temple in the Defenders uh, series 
is like Ahsoka Tano that just doesn't have superpowers, so she can't be on the front lines. But like her heart and her like capacity for love and compassion is insane. See, she's so selfless. I guess maybe Luminara's like personality is just so different. She's such like a guy, but like I don't know. It, it just, she's drinking the Kool Aid, baby. Drinking the Jedi Kool Aid. Yeah, save yourselves. But there's like, too much hierarchy in the Jedi. I think man. they're able to. Okay, right. so just think about this: what's happening right now, and the fact that the rebels give Saw Gerrera such a hard time for two full fucking episodes about mild torture of one of them. Dude, Saw is always right. That's the thing. I'm sorry, you said you think Saw Gerrera is a bad man. In his situation, he almost always does the right thing. I mean, the poor gullet's a little excessive, but still. Right. That, that is a little excessive. He's a little paranoid. Dude, but you know in the episode four, uh, re, uh, um, season four of Rebels, when he, has to, when he speaks as the giant hologram with Mon Mothma, he's totally right, and Mon Mothma's full of shit. She's like, well, there's no war, but there's a war, but we're preparing, but we're not going to fight, and he's just like laughs at her. He's like, this is a pathetic excuse for a rebellion. Get back to me when you're ready to actually do something about it. But, but, you know, even our girl Jenner quotes him at the end in the big speech. These worms are definitely taken from Wrath of Khan. Khan! 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 Are you a big Star Trek guy? Yes, I'm a humongous Star Trek guy. You didn't see I did the Star Trek Discovery podcast a few weeks ago? Come on, man. Come on. Senior well, contributor? I, mean, I don't know where it ranks for you. Uh, well, is it? Wait, wait, and also, like, are it's you not more Star Wars. It never will be. Next generation. Love next gen. Yeah. So I saw. I saw. I saw. Um, Star Trek six in ninety two ninety three, and that was right when Next Generation was picking up and getting good. And so I started watching Next Gen. What? I've seen every Next Gen episode at least oh. two or three times. Oh, so yeah, that's my Steve's. And, and the fact that they're bringing Patrick Stewart back to be like older, like 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 Logan Picard, you know, at Logan era Picard, I cannot wait for. Oh my god, mm-hmm. look at this! It's so scary. Oh! Um, I saw a lot shift. of the I saw a lot of the Star uh, Star Treks at the theaters with my dad. That's so cool when they came out. That was definitely like uh, by the way, uh, I the one I remember the our, most is four. I think but, yeah. it's time we do a cheers to our parents for. If not, you know, like, like always feeding the habit excessively, like letting us have this habit and encouraging our imaginations. Yeah, no, my dad, definitely my dad, uh, was more of a Star Trek guy. We watched all all the original TV series, uh, together as well as going to a lot of the movies. Like I imagine probably because a lot of those movies are like pg so like he probably took me to those when i was like a real little kid the one i remember the most oh, here's the eggs with the whales and everything this is so but, cool oh, i love God, this it's, it's beautiful this ugh, is so this ugh, is so much more appealing eggs. yeah this is so much more appealing than the that. queen yeah the queen so the, the Starship Troopers, uh, you know, uh, invented the bugs as we know them, but they're bad guys in so many things. The aliens, aliens, man, are essentially giant uh, bugs mixed with reptiles or something. Um, 
but dude, part of being a bug isn't looking like a bug. It's the reproduction thing, right? Having a queen, being eggs, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Well, there's also like the entomology so of gross. them, but sure. This is so yeah. gross. Dude, ad- adults, only kids, here's the brilliance. Only kids actually like this stuff, or it's people with its children's heart. Like a, a normal this would adult. freak out a kid. Yeah, this but, freaks me out, dude. No, I do too. But what I'm saying is, if you had never been exposed to this genre in your life, Simi, until now, and you saw this, you'd be like, turn this off immediately. It's totally gross. But since you and I have been consuming this stuff for our whole lives, it's like, you know, we just ride with it. Why not just kill her? He's right. Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan smart. is an incredible Jedi. Obi-Wan, dude, if he spent more time away from Kursan, away from that fucking Sith virgins in the ground, which, by the way, I keep getting more information about, definitely a thing. God, he's so cool. I think Obi-Wan's my favorite overall. Of all the characters with the multiple portrayals over all the movies, um... And by the way, dude, do you know why I think Kanan is loved by so many guys? Huh. My theory is Kanan is an exact mix of Obi-Wan Kenobi and Han Solo. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing with his blaster. The cowboy, you know, the cowboy Jedi, carry, as they call him. He always still, he still carries a blaster. So here's the thing, man. I don't know if I want to drop this now. This is amazing. I was just just wanted to like see this scene. The zombie, these are the zombie. Oh snap, snap! Obi Wan just says, "I make observations." Well, you, oh, I missed it. Well, you play with your lightsaber. I think he said, "Oh man." Oh, dude, Simi, we're gonna. I'm gonna be like totally. uh, What's the word I'm looking for? I'm going to be feeling some feels during the Satine episodes. Yeah, I mean, there's some relations. That's what locked it in for me. Happening. This portrayal, seeing the previous life, the love, you know, he's so clearly, like, you know, as from a woman's perspective, dateable material to say the least, you know. Uh, like, you know, the ladies would love him, or maybe he's not into the ladies, whatever. You assumed, of course, this being America and Star Wars, he would be in the lady, into the ladies. Look at this animation. This is so brilliant. Like, if, if, if Pixar things on screen looked like this i would much more likely watch it i hate fucking pixar dude and it took me forever to get used to rebels and now i like it at least as much as clone wars maybe more but it really took a while for me ahsoka helped you know ahsoka helped in the really fact invading. that the, the ships and the stormtroopers look so great yeah my empire is forever interesting colonists they really get a lot in in 25 minutes, man. It's brilliant. Can we just say it? It's pretty we'll, aggressive. Say it one time. I'm just going to say it one time. I've never said this. I'll say it once. That looks nothing like Hayden Christensen at all. I, I don't. I mean, no. it looks more like Adam Driver than Hayden Christensen, right? I mean, it doesn't look at all like Hayden Christensen. Like, it's not, it looks like Sam Witwer. It looks exactly like Sam fucking Witwer. Other than, like, the costume and the hair. Other than the costume and the hair, that's about it. Even the hair. See, Obi Wan is so patient. Like he, the whole time, he's in charge. Yep, yeah. that's, you know, that's why they give him. That's why they give him Luke. I mean, they're like, 
okay patience and power who do we who, who do we got left that's got patience and power obi-wan take care of Luke to this one so this scene reminds me of uh a solo with their standoff uh and b like in the beginning with um madam uh uh what's her name mm-hmm. yeah, yeah anyways yeah in yep. solo and then also you know uh Luke, uh, you know, bartering with 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 Java. Is it is it climbing up your list, Solo? Huh? Is it the top yet? Yeah, no. Solo <laughs> is. I I need to watch um, Force Awakens a few more times um, before I really start, uh, you know, making those outlandish types of statements. But it's definitely better. I mean, it's not even close. Uh, you know, it, it's better than uh, Last Jedi. Like that's just for sure. I really enjoy watching it. I've been I've been watching it a few more times. But Force Awakens, I have to buy Force Awakens. It was on Netflix for so long that it's, that or um. Oh, I own I own I own all the Star Wars against all on all the media. I need them. I need them. It left. It was on one of the dude. Get stuff now on HBO iTunes or Amazon, or, and you get it on the other one for free itunes or amazon i do google play but okay maybe yeah. maybe right so i have amazon rogue one i have itunes rogue one i have netflix rogue one i have the dvd i have the blu-ray i've got the ultraviolet i got it all and i have a wow. i have, so they really I have rogue one charge. force awakens um oh, do you want to guess we'll save this for later actually this is an amazing scene. More great. So in terms of murderation of non-Jedi, uh, it looks great with the lightsabers here. But to me, I, I don't know. I'll ask you again, and maybe I'll bring you in on a, an action-heavy Rebels episode. I think the more, like, like hit, hit, stop, 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 hit, 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 stop, 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 like sort of choppy-seeming lightsaber fighting in Rebels is be- is, is kind of cooler because it feels more like samurai shit, but I don't know. It looks great in both cases. Here we go. Boom. There's a lot more, but like, but they have more lightsaber training, and it's more, you know, part of what they're doing than in Rebels. And Rebels, they're still like learning, you know. I mean, Kanan doesn't even use his lightsaber the shot, all the time. The, the shot of 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 essentially anime Ahsoka running towards the screen with the lightsabers behind her back, jumping and slashing Darth Vader across the face in the slow motion shot as she lands and he falls. That might be the greatest animation ever. I like. I, I, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, when, yeah. When, when you go through all these years, I mean, you see stuff, and you tell me on paper that that's happening. That was an "Are you fucking kidding me?" moment the first time I saw Rebels, and it was still an "Are you kidding me?" moment the second time I "Are you fucking kidding me?" moment the second, second time I saw Rebels. Oh my god! Oh. This is so. Here we go. This is like, great climactic i don't know how why. do you think I uh so i know you don't normally care about behind the scenes stuff but if you so let's say you're dave filoni like how are you dividing up these episodes are, are, are you like are they trying to give each character a certain number of episodes or just kind of roll with how the story's going uh, i think you you roll with the story uh it probably depends on how the whole thing was written but the flow of it is great i mean all these individual arcs are tremendous I mean, or maybe that's how he looked at it. Maybe he wrote it by the arc, you know, and then certain characters have certain uh, uh, cameos and more than others. And, and ultimately, 
you know, it's sometimes you feel like the story is about uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin, and other times you feel like it's about Anakin and Ahsoka. It just depends on, you know, where you are in the story. <laughs> oh, God, I love it. I love ir- irrational confidence from good guys. It's great. Yeah. Yep. This is great. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll get the brain invaders going big time, I think, man, next episode. Yeah, so let's just run right through it. Can we um can we can we run through it without crashing everything here? Yeah, I think we can. Hold on. Let's uh I'm gonna set up the next one. Alright guys, so we're just gonna get up real quick and we're gonna uh, count it uh, count it in a sec. <laughs> Those who expect to poison <laughs> and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord as I lay my vengeance upon thee. Dude, Mace Windu is the most poorly, like, most disappointing character of all the characters, in my opinion, ever. I love Samuel. That's what I'm saying. Don't take Samuel's name in vain. Mace Windu should have, like, been a central part of, like, the smart things Oh, he should have been in more. It was a... Yeah. He should have been way too Considering he's in all the fucking Clone Wars. He shouldn't have been lightning out of the building. It should have been Anakin would have killed him with, like, a fight. Like, he... Proper death would have been fighting Anakin, and Anakin just wins. I actually didn't mind that because the, he was fighting the Emperor and he almost won. Mm-hmm. And it took a lot out of him. So to have to fight Anakin and the Emperor after he just fought the Emperor, like, Truth. I don't. Truth. That's a lot. Truth. You know what I mean? Even though he was considered probably one of the strongest Jedi's ever. That's true. That is true. Um, all right. So let's see here. How are we going to do this? We'll just do the normal, the normal count. Um, yeah, let's do it. So, um, all right, guys. So, uh, Clone Wars season two, episode eight, Brain Invaders. Here comes the countdown. And, oh, but just really quick, yeah, we'll talk for a few minutes after this one, man, because it's the last one. But um, so, uh, oh, wow, is this the last one already? Yeah. Oh, well, thank you everyone for joining yeah, us. It, this is gonna be super fun. Here comes the countdown, and maybe we'll talk for a couple minutes after about about the the series. So, here it goes. Three, two. One, go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Attachment is not compassion. That's, yeah, codependent, you know? It's a good point. Just because you're a part of something doesn't mean you're compassionate about it. You mean as you invaded the Geonosian people? <laughs> Colonialists. And destroyed their homes. Fuckheads. Colonist. Isn't that what what's her name calls uh, <laughs> in Black Panther? She's yeah, like she calls colonist. Col- no, col- colonialist. Colonialist? Uh huh. No, I feel like she has no. a cheekier, quicker name for colonialist. Mm-hmm. Colonialist. She pulls colonizer, 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 colonizer. That's too many syllables for like a nickname. It's a lot of Jedi to be over there. This is so. This stuff is like. Leading up into this episode, it gets creepy as it goes. So, like, this is just like 
it seems like this is going to be like one of the fun episodes after like a high arc, but this episode gets creepy quick, like very con, con, con. I like Varus's freckles. Yeah, like Luminara has great. like a yeah, Luminara has like a soul patch, but Varus has like huh. freckles. Oh. Oh, this is just fucking creepy. Oh, that just irks me. I, I don't I, like snakes. And I, shit I think like they that. do women in Rebels way better than women in Clone Wars. Oh my god, Sabine. To me, Sabine and Hera are much more believable, like truly female, believe, believably female characters compared to anything we see other than Ahsoka. Which would freak you out more? One of those things getting at you when you're sleeping through your nose or one of those things getting at you when you're on the toilet? Which would be worse for you? No, equally horrifying. <laughs> yeah. Equally horrifying, you fucking asshole. I know. Everybody can, like, think about that for a while. Please No, don't. like, you know. So, Sammy, are we, are we launching? Sophie's uh, Choice. Are we launching maybe as part of our, my Patreon campaign, uh, the t- Terminator Gentlesses? Like we do a series of movies that we love that most people hate, and just as like fuck you, do like serious commentaries about them, starting with Terminator Genesis. I think it would be hilarious and amazing, dude. First of all, Skynet is Genesis. Second of all, <laughs> uh, yes, dude. I fucking love that movie i think it was way i mean obviously i, I love one i know and two. One we're on the same page amazing. about these things but that that's easily the third best one out of what they made six yeah. of them yeah well it's I, easily I, I gotta third. give you i do i'm gonna mail to you um this i'd like to i want to mail to the firefly series and movie and uh the sarah connor chronicles <clears throat> must watch oh dude. right you were trying to get me to watch that because yeah. man, I've been thinking about the solo movie and I love him so much, the character and of course the actor. Um, but I can't help but think that even though Malcolm Reynolds on, um, by Nathan Fillion, who Nathan Drake is, you know, blatantly modeled on Firefly does the Western thing a little bit better, but that's only because it was always a Western motif in this, you know, in solo it was like reaching towards, towards a western motif and, and it works fantastic but this is not nothing to do with an objective uh, 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 rating of the movie more just my experience hey. of it sorry I gotta cut no, you off go. so go. that right there she can't sleep she thinks it's because she's restless from it but she feels this that she doesn't understand how to interpret that there's a disturbance in the force she knows this is happening she just doesn't know how to explain it, you know, and doesn't know how to read it. So hey, she Jimmy. thinks she's, so she's like, let's go eat, Jimmy. you know? Jimmy. Yeah. Have you ever told a girl that there's been a disturbance in the forest? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a horrible line. Oh man. Dude, I was, I was re-listening. Oh, there's too much of this up the nose thing. Oh, I'd never snort a snake. Oh God. <laughs> I hate this. This is so uh, like Manchurian candidate. Hmm. <laughs> Enjoying the peace while it lasts. She's- so it seems like Barris is maybe plotting already, huh? Plotting. <laughs> again, she's still telling. Uh, she's like, I'm not sure I know how to do that. But again, I don't think she realizes that she's way more in touch with the Force 
than a lot of the other Jedi out there. So that's what this conversation is. She's like, you know, I don't, I don't know how to sit still. I don't know how to feel whatever. Timmy, can or I? Maybe she's I'm kind sorry, of saying she's amazing. I know everyone, th- th- their, their initial thought is it's crazy, but just w- walk with me here. Okay. You're Disney, you're JJ Abrams, you're episode nine, you're get whatever you want, whoever you want, right? Whatever you want to make this the best Star Wars movie ever and get us back on track. JJ Abrams, we are empowering you to do so. I'm JJ, and I'm looking at all the properties that haven't been on the big screen yet. And there's one glaring one that seems very suited for... I'm not saying it's going to look how you want it to look, Kissimmee, but objectively, Ahsoka Tano, wherever she goes, whatever she touches, whoever sees her falls in love with her. And so it, it seems so natural that you would put that on the highest you know, pedestal, even for a little bit. You know what I mean? I, I can't believe that J.J. Abrams is not at least considering her advising Ray, man. I mean, it's so obvious that older Ahsoka is the person that Ray needs. Ray needs a little bit of feminine wisdom, right? Especially in today's world. In Lucasfilm never shies away from this We've been saying this for how long? I I mean, when did we start talking about this? I I mean, I guess it's our fantasy, but I mean, when did we predict? I don't want to be that people like that oh we thought this would happen i think it's so logical no i would just be thrilled now, I, 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 I don't care that i predicted happen. whatsoever i just wanted but to i think happen. it makes sense i mean it makes so much sense we've been saying that when did we say that like you and i have you're been, better at, wait, no you you and i have been on top of this theory like for a very long time but most people still think it's crazy oh i mean maybe they you, think you, we're crackpots but like well, do they not are, realize but, that she's yeah. the other main character She's the other main character. She's the third character. Or actually, you can even no, argue she's the, she's the second character. She's because the main, she's no, always... It's, yeah. It should say Matt Lanter. They, they don't do a ton of non... They Obi-Wan's don't do a ton third. of just... Right. Yeah. I mean, they don't do a ton of Obi-Wan. In the first season, they do more Obi-Wan and... Um, Obi-Wan and uh, uh, Anakin. Oh man, I can't yeah. wait to do uh, Mortis. So, Mortis is incredible. <clears throat> doing the Ahsoka episodes in Rebels season two, man, are super fun because it's nice with like a character to just like you always are going to agree with exactly what she says. <laughs> she comes in the room and she says something, you're like, "Yeah, Ahsoka, yep." Mm-hmm. Like you know, <laughs> like she's Captain America, man. She just knows what's right, even when it goes against the grain. You know, like I love it. I love it. I love these new eight, like 21st century versions of Captain America are, are great. I mean, Captain Maybe America has, like, you know, the, the, the entire w- security apparatus of the world coming out, out after him at times. Like, he's not working within the system whatsoever, but he does have a code, um, and he does have ideals, and, and unbelievably charismatic. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, Ahsoka. But they have yeah. to, we, they, we need mean, Ahsoka on the big screen, man. Let's be honest. If you it's, with all the nerds we know, you know tons of non-nerds as well. Tally everything up. What percentage of even the Star Wars uh, fans, friends you know, have seen more than much more than the movies? Right? Like it's not a lot. Well, I think we're also seeing, as we saw in um, in the Last Jedi, and as we saw in the kind of the evolution of what's becoming of uh, the the, the Jedi text and all that stuff and and the religion of the Jedi and that like there's there's an evolution that's happening and Yoda's watching it happen and they're all participating in it. So perhaps, you know, the Jedi 
become what Ahsoka has always dreamed it is. So she's teaching not that of the Jedi religion, but that of the ways of the Force. You know, I, maybe that that's what Jin needs to uh, to defeat this this brand of terror with uh, Kylo. Um, right. Um, and, you yeah. know, maybe that's that's the that's that's how it hashes out. Dude, you know, Ray needs an Obi-Wan and Ahsoka would be the Obi-Wan to raise Luke Skywalker. It's so obvious. It's so obvious. Right. Because, right. Dude, think about this. Just think of the people you know in there. If, if they saw Ahsoka done well in a preview, having never heard about her or seen her before, but you see the, her, the image of her face and her, and her costume and the white lightsabers for five seconds in a trailer, you know how many people that would get pumped up even if they never knew before? I mean, the imagery is amazing to begin with, and they haven't even experienced Ahsoka being Ahsoka. You know, like they'd be fine with Ahsoka just kicking ass, but now they see like, oh my God, it's like maybe the most complex uh, Star Wars character character we've ever had before <laughs> do you do you know about her people uh the, the agruta yeah right? no there's definitely a link between do them they and the do Twi'leks. they live don't they live long they live long yeah they do i've, I've researched yeah okay so the thing right, is they live for a long time so real quick real quick real quick so i i just want to just get a timeline so luke so anakin they anakin or so Ahsoka's like what twenty when Luke is born, or like seventeen? Sorry, seventeen. Mm. She's fourteen now. The end of the Clone Wars, she's probably like sixteen. So Luke's born like she's like sixteen, seventeen. So she's seventeen years older than Luke. I'm just trying to like get the timeline. Yes, all of that. However. It's unclear why she looks so old in that brief Gandalf shot at the end of Rebel Season 4, which is probably my least favorite Ahsoka shot ever. It doesn't look like her. Well, how old is she? Uh, She's like a grown-up. No, they make her look like an old man. I think Filoni just wanted the Gandalf shot, so I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah, no, to show how special she is and what she's yeah. become, because she didn't fall through. Yeah, but, but Simi, well, you know what? It's too bad no one predicted time travel in Star Wars before, maybe, and now, so now she could actually jump forward. She doesn't even have to live all those years. She potentially could jump forward using the world between worlds, <clears throat> which I fully believe she can if she can locate this these stargates essentially um but i think the mainstream audience would be confused by that although you know let's be honest the whole alternate time universe in the star trek reboot worked really well to have the two spocks in particular so you can make that work towards your advantage it it could it could go either way i'm just saying simmy here's the big question i'll leave it for now Come up with a huge number of reasons why we shouldn't at least be thinking about from Lucasfilm putting this character in the, the, on on the highest stage when she's more loved than let's be honest everyone in that movie other than Kylo Ren and Rey, maybe equal or more. Uh. Sorry, I got lost in the episode. It's okay, so here we this go. This is what happens at the end. There we go. They do a great job with spaces. Like it, there's very subtle things in in Clone Wars uh, you know, that make it feel so uh, you know a part of the lore that we've seen. This is a great little like. No, I want to eat Wait, your what? brain scene. 
I said, this is a great, like, no, I want to eat your brain scene. She's like, oh, Barris, you're back. How are you? And she's like, I want to eat your brain. Oh, that was a Matrix shot. That was awesome. (laughs) I totally, I'm such an idiot. I'm such a fucking idiot. I totally forgot this happened in this, this happened this episode. This is a great scene. I mean, that's what they get to do with cartoon that they don't get to do. I mean, some of those lightsaber scenes with Darth Maul and, and Obi-Wan and uh, like those are like some really cool uh, and Qui-Gon like were really great scenes with, with lightsabers that they were able to, to create. But the things they do in this with the casual lightsaber like fights is pretty awesome. Torture. Okay, so Torture. here we go. Torture. 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 This is fine. I'm just we love Star Wars. We droid. love torture. Torture and Star Wars. Torture and Star Wars. Anakin is on the torture side of things. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Wow. Here comes a joke, baby. Here it comes. Uh. Oh, he's not even fucking I love around. that Puggle the Lesser, is it like a, I, I, one would think a complimentary name in his culture. It's very interesting. This is great. This is a great battle, because like, it really proves like who's the better oh. Jedi. But she's trying to kill her, and she's oh, yes, trying to disarm so her. God, and she still beats so, her. She's so fun to watch. And she also gets trapped. Yeah. She gets in that yeah. trap really easily. I feel like. Uh, our girl would have sensed shit like that. I mean, well, they don't catch her. Look, she's like too quick for them. Oh, snips! She's the best. She. They need to. They need to establish the protocol and necessity for getting her into live action. Must happen. Must happen. God, those parasites. Yeah, I did. I tortured the shit out of him. Oh, very easily. All that matters. No, that's not all that matters. (laughs) (laughs) There there are a few other things that matter. That's the difference between the good guys and the bad guys. That's so funny. That you're... Oh, there we go. And she figures it out. That was weird. What? She see this is where she like she knows when to, you know, get. A, I mean, obviously that's what she was looking Her for. Her face but, is like Avatar you know. level expressiveness. It's it's really bizarre almost compared to everyone else. What do you mean? Like, uh, I mean, she the looks, movie Avatar. Or she's like, the only she, thing in the show that is is even attempting to be slightly photorealistic, even though she's an alien. You know, it's crazy proportions and crazy skin and stuff. The way that her face moves, all the little touch points within it, that you know, you know like with a video game, you know, it gets more and more um, expressive. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I really feel like Ahsoka is a person, you know, and that's that's an amazing accomplishment. So it's funny. Every time I watch this, like, my imagination of Clone Wars in terms of how good the art is is much better than it actually is, and that's because, like, you know... I'm able to kind of like my brain to wrap it around as if it's like a movie, but like mm-hmm. sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad, but it's just good enough to make your brain click over 
if you let it. If you sit there and think about it as like, oh, it's a cartoon, mm-hmm. it's a cartoon, it's a cartoon, you know. But if you let yourself get into it, like it becomes literally a movie. And I think they also the art when she as she gets older, the art for Ahsoka gets much better. This is great. Damn. Because now these people, they don't have to die. They kill the fucking worms. Look at her. She's freezing all 90 pounds of her. She's if that. 70 pounds. Oh, man. Jesus, bitch. Oh, her totally like- I'm such an idiot. I thought I rewatched these recently. I forgot. It. I thought there was another episode after this where that Barris turns. I didn't realize it was here. It wasn't sold well, man. You have to admit. It was very, very nebulous how exactly Jesus. and why she became a bad guy. I think ultimately the, the arc of the Rebels crew, man, and those characters made more sense with each other and with the storyline over four or five years than, Re- than Clone Wars. This show is un- unbelievably inconsistent. Oh, he's, she's so close to killing it. I feel like this is like a video game at the end. But like, they're also like, look like they're going to smash into the station, though. Oh, this is so gross. Ugh. Jesus Christ. Pull back, pull back, pull back, pull back. <laughs> it's a miracle uh, that shows like this exist ever. Uh, it seems impossible. Uh, I feel like they would have smashed into it a little bit. Actually, in my mind, I couldn't remember if they smashed into it a little bit. Dreadlock Rasta. Oh, Kit. <laughs> Kit knows what the fuck is up, man. So gross. Oh, man. They need to all go into fucking quarantine. Dude, Stargate Universe. You want to watch an amazing science fiction show no one talks about? Stargate Universe. Spectacular. Is it better than Stargate? It's Well, the movie? Yeah. I mean, it plays on the coolest parts of it, but it's way, yeah, way more interesting. Oh, that's cool. What's it on? I don't know these days. I'll get back to oh, it. Okay, here we go. Ahsoka waking up in the... The uh, med bay. She probably had hypothermia. You lost two fingers. Mass Effect, Simi. You must play Mass Effect 2. Although, I, your marriage will then truly be destroyed and I will be responsible. So maybe not. Oh, is that what I should do after Uncharted? I was going to ask you. Yeah, it's third person shooting. But it's like you have your own ship and you're flying around doing like space missions and stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. Kit. Oh man, she see these honestly Clone Wars. There's like so she Wait, is Clone Wars. She's of course she's Clone Wars. That's why Ashley Eckstein gets whatever she wants always. <laughs> yeah, she wanted to kill me. She's gonna go. No, she wanted me to kill her. Kill her. She see that's the same thing with Luminara. Luminara was ready to like give up. Wait, so where did she go? No, she's saying that Luminara wanted to kill her, that Varys wanted her to kill her. She wanted her to end it. See? Mm. 
I'm confused. Same thing with Luminaris. Luminaris didn't want everybody else to, she said she wanted the whole place to get destroyed. And she said, get out of here, you know, and blow it up. But they went in and got her. The same thing that she did. That she stuck her instincts so and thought she could like save Anakin her. Anakin in the prequel. Sorry, Hayden, it's not your fault. This guy is much better Anakin and much more interesting. And Ahsoka, although is a rogue and has some formalities that she needs to work on, is still a better Jedi. Did you see that little Jedi speech on attachment he just gave to her? What a fucking hypocrite. She's great. Such She's great. A fucking hypocrite. Well, look, you know, do as I say, not as I do. Do as I, I mean, say, not do as I do. I believe that as a teacher, right, you know. Definitely, for sure. Like, that, was a, that was a great Genesis song. <laughs> I know the best ideas. I just don't always yep. uh, act up. No, don't have good ideas yeah. because then we crucify you like Elon Musk and say you're a wannabe and you don't do shit and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you know what, people? Blah, 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 blah. Why don't you go have some ideas and contribute something to society instead of just criticizing people with your couch covered in potato chips, okay? Bunch of fucking savages. Savages. So, Simi, what did we learn from these episodes as we gear up for the, the uh, whenever we get to the next round with Satine and the Mandalore plot? Which it, the thing is, dude, even without Siege of Mandalore, even without the, the uh, Favreau Mandalorian series, we still would have been so excited. But now we know that, and so we get to go back to the Clone Wars during Duchess Satine. And meet some characters that we probably are going to see for sure, you know, in the, in the live action, which is, I don't know. For me, that scene at the beginning of this whole thing, the very beginning about Ahsoka uh, giving the orders, uh, uh, or the briefing, I should say, and the, he wasn't trying to hurt her or be a dick, but he was hurting her and being a dick, right? And I think like, right. that's why... Right. Everyone can. What's great about Ahsoka is you can relate to her on a totally gender non-specific way of her just being a person. But there are some gender mm-hmm. cues as well, and they're very subtle, right? So for your little boy, you're still behind. Like that's me. Like I, I'm a little boy, right? So I'm thinking in the mind of like an 11 year old, right? So like little boy me, like doesn't matter that she's a girl. Like I, I, I can connect. But then you add that aspect in women, you know, of, you know, of women being you know talked over and not even being a thing you know what i mean um I right thought, i thought it was really right interesting. the mansplaining mansplaining sure. yeah so i don't know so those are my thoughts so what, what, what do you take away from these episodes um and uh i don't know if you saw anything different than you had seen before or um obviously no, to so- summarize them i just i just think they're really building you yeah. know like they're really building on they're really character building and direction building for the series and i think um I think it created a sort of barometer of, of, like, I mean, I feel like we're being redundant talking about it, but in terms of education and in terms of who, you know, the informal education and who Anakin and Ahsoka are, uh, um, are against the grain, obviously, but now you see like a black and white version of like how far against the grain they are. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. they don't, uh, you know, this is what a clear, you know, a Padawan uh, master relationship should be. And this is who you are. And this is how weird you are and blah, 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 blah. But in the end, you know, who's the real superheroes, Anakin and Ahsoka. So um, it's, it's pretty cool. And, and, and I think it really builds on on everything that, that's to come. And 
um, you know, Varys' character is obviously super important in the future. Not, not to say Luminaris isn't, but Varys is more so. So in terms of the whole saga and the endings and, and who Ahsoka becomes, um, and this relationship and this friendship that they're building in this, in this arc is um, really definitive of, of, of what happens next. The trust that they build. Actually, you know, we go back and uh, in the beginning they said what did they say about trust it's uh trust is it's um trust is fuck anyway whatever trust is the most fucking important fucking thing you know fuck that's what basically fucking said so you know and like you know spoiler alert you know uh don't listen to what i'm gonna say but, you know, in the end, the, she trusts Varys because of this huge relationship they have for all this shit. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty incredible. Does. Anyhow. So here's my thing Mortis is the only time that Ahsoka directly, like, dives, not basically against her will, into the dark side or, or something, right? Something related to it. You know, with Ezra, with the Maul and the Holocron, right? I mean, in some ways, in some ways, as crazy as it sounds to me, in some ways, Ahsoka is sheltered and protected compared to Ezra because there's a giant Jedi Order. They're still in power. She's surrounded by greatness. You know what I mean? Um, she's expected to be great, and she performs. No, great. she's still no, 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 no. I, I, I would have to argue that point. I don't, I don't argue with you a ton i think i think ezra's they're fucking they're fucking like cutting pasting shit together with ezra's jedi ship versus uh you know she's at the end you know they're offering her a jedi like they're like you're a jedi and she's like no nah, i'm good you know what i mean like she's as good as a jedi like we always talk about the the levels and the bounds and the barriers she went through school proper to become a Jedi, you know what I mean? And became a Jedi versus Ezra's, you know, is the apprentice of someone who never even actually became a full Jedi. He's the, he's a Padawan of a Padawan, you know, in the reality. Like, do I think they, they Forrest Gump their way through it? Then yeah, they do. And he, I think they both are obviously Kanan's an incredible Jedi, but, um, you know, Ezra becomes an incredible Jedi. And, uh, what are we you arguing know. about? I'm totally unclear. I'm, I oh, I thought you were saying that. I, I thought you said that Ahsoka's uh, kind of education was more, you know, kind of fucked up than Ezra's. And I was saying that oh, Ezra's was way no. more fucked up than Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Ahsoka's is way more standard education. But right. as I keep saying, the Jedi, to, to be the Jedi, they cannot educate in standard ways. Right, you need right. to go non-traditional. Think about, dude, in this country, in any field, and you know, uh, uh, you know, astronomical engineering, neuroscience. Right, these people they do not study in a normal classroom environment. Right, I mean, mm-hmm. it, the, the the smarter you get up the chain, the the, the more complicated the the education has to become. And so I'm, what I'm saying is it would help Ahsoka to have an experience like what Ezra does, uh, 
you know, with, with, with the, with the holocron and mall and stuff like that in some ways. And they, you know, she does come across them all and man, we're going to get so much of it. And that's the thing. Here's the thing. Every time yeah, I start talking dude. about the cool future of it, I just leads me to the siege of Mandalore, which you and I were on. I tell everyone, man, check our podcast from last year, November. We've been talking about siege of Mandalore. We're finally getting it. Um, yeah, we're getting it, uh, for it's everything we ever wanted and more, you know? So, um, so, all right, buddy. Um, any final thoughts? Uh, and then we'll get you out of here. No, I mean, I mean, I just really, uh, I really just like watching Ahsoka and watch her, you know, these Ahsoka, uh, emphasized emphasis in these, these certain Clone Wars episodes is great. Like, I just think she's such a great character and, um, they give it such a great uh, twist to everything that's going on and the whole give and take with her and all the other surrounding characters. Absolutely. Like they just built a whole new friendship with her and Varys. And like, um, that's so important. It's such an important relationship and they did such a good job in this arc of creating it. So, um, you know, uh, yeah, I, I, I like this one. It was, it's really important. I didn't do a ton of, research coming into these some of these arcs because i've seen clone wars so many times and and we talk about it so much that sometimes i want to come in blind and maybe it was good maybe it was bad but in the end like just being able to oh dude i was way uh, more blind than i as, thought i i've seen these way less recently than i had thought um, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah, yeah. We, well we were even just chatting about like what the episode was going to become it was kind of funny but anyway my uh, the moral is yes the moral. um the moral is uh it, they're really great Ahsoka episodes. Yeah, that, I mean that's what they are. They they're really great Ahsoka character building episodes. So yeah. if you're a fan of hers, like we are, uh, um, you know th- this is an incredible arc. But you know th- this was a lot of fun, man. We had a couple of sound uh, snafus. What are you talking uh, about? No, that never happened before. It's all lies, 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 lies. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just saying. Sometimes, well, no, I like being honest with our, our you, listeners dude, about I'm the just, work I'm that exa- you I'm put already, into this. I'm the one who has to deal with it now. So. Right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. That uh, you, I want to be honest with our listeners about the work that you put into it. Oh, thank you. Thank and it may you, sound you. seamless when when you guys watch it, but this one took a little bit more. We started late and blah, blah, blah. Well, hey, man. And, uh, you, you do your I job and bring really listeners to the table. So, you know, like I'll do my job. You keep, keep bringing people and it's all good, baby. It is. Oh, anyways guys man. thanks for tuning in as always uh, uh uh yeah man this was a lot of fun cool looking forward to the next one we'll we'll, we'll chat there we have a whole yes uh, yes we have a whole plethora of a plethora, stuff to do a so. plethora of pinatas um exactly yeah uh so yeah guys thank, <laughs> thank you for joining us uh got some more rebels com- commentaries coming i hope more daredevil commentaries coming they're difficult to do but uh i think i can i can finish that um and of course other podcasts as well so thank you listeners you guys have been awesome this has been simmy the the wookie and uh Bizzle. <laughs> And uh, thank you so much for joining us. But for now, the Bizzlecast is out. We out. We out. We out. All right, yo. This was fun. All right, brother. (laughs) It's weird. Yeah. Talk to you soon. We'll we'll get it going. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll talk. I'll talk to you. Yeah. Got weird in the end. Yeah. Got weird. You know. (laughs) 
just a tip. Uh, yeah. Always get slow work. Yeah, just a tip. Just a yeah. slow work. <laughs> All right, man. All right, dude. See I'll you. talk to you soon. Yeah. Later, buddy. Bye.